0: In our last episode, we talked about prayer and the immense power we as Christian men wield through prayer, but how do we direct that prayer? How do we align our priorities? Do we just ask for things that we want? Do we only ask for spiritual things? What's off base, what's not? How do I know what to pray for? What direction am I going? If any of those questions are in your head, stick around because we're going to explore a little bit of that in this episode. Welcome to the Yoked Men's Ministry Podcast with Southern Hills Church in Las Vegas, Nevada, where we explore God's vision of manhood and masculinity as outlined in the Bible, as well as its practical application to our lives today. Why do you do what you do? Have you ever really contemplated that? To be completely candid, it's not something that I've started doing myself until the last couple of years, but even then, I still find myself doing things and saying things and thinking things that I still don't understand. Why am I doing that? How did I get here? This isn't an indictment. I'm not sitting on my pedestal assuming that you're not doing the right thing or you're just running around aimlessly. But do you know? The reason I ask is because life requires trade-offs, doesn't it? If you're doing one thing, there's something else that you had to give up. There was a cost because of the natural balance in life. And that's just because we have a limited time and capacity and we just can't do all things and be all things to all people. Just not the way life works, right? Of course. This concept makes me think of a movie back in the 80s. It's a 1984 movie with Peter Weller. And if he sounds familiar, it's probably because you're a science fiction geek or a comic book geek like me. And you remember that Peter Weller played RoboCop in 1987. But a few years before RoboCop came out, Peter Weller played in a movie called The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. And he played the title character, Buckaroo Banzai. Now, Buckaroo Banzai was a pretty wild dude because he was a physicist, a world-renowned neurosurgeon, a test pilot, and a rock star. This wasn't a progression of careers, mind you. He was doing all four of these things all at the same time. While he's managing these four careers, he still has time in this movie to take a break, and save the Earth from interdimensional aliens called the Red Lectroids from Planet 10. Now, Buckaroo Banzai sounds like a really cool dude, and it's a funny, campy movie. It's not going to change your life, but I highly recommend checking it out. If you like campy humor, you'll get some laughs. But the point I'm making here is that I don't know anybody like Buckaroo Banzai. I don't know anyone who can manage three or four different careers and then go save the world at the same time. I feel like most of us have trouble managing one career. Maybe we have a side gig that we're trying to nurture when we have time, but let's face it, career with family, with kids, our spouse, all of that eats away at our time. And I don't know about you, but I always feel like there's never enough time in the day. As much as I love Buckaroo Banzai, as much as I love to be like him, I know I can't. Trade-offs, right? But what happens from time to time, even when we know where we're going, We've got our priorities straight. God's number one in our life. We've got a good relationship going with our spouse. Our kids are on the right track. Career's on the right track. Ego still tends to get in the way and it says, No, 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 no. You can have it all. There you are, plugging along. And something shiny comes, takes you over there. Or an obstacle is in the road on your way to your intended destination. You know where you're going. There's this darn boulder in the way. You have to take a detour. And maybe that detour such a wide berth from where you thought you were going. You look up, take a look around, and just ask yourself, how on earth did I get here? What am I doing? Does that sound familiar? Have you ever been there? When you know what you're doing, when you know where you're going and why, it's extremely hard to derail you. Distractions come, and they're always going to be filtered in the context of where you're going, what your mission is. That sounds great, right? But what if you don't know what your mission is? Well, I like to take solace in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. He will. So it's not all on me. It's not all on you. That doesn't mean we don't have any work to do in the process. I like to say we need to work as hard as we can as if the outcome depends on our efforts but then let go of the outcome. Let God take care of that. A lot easier said than done, isn't it? Trusting the Lord with all your heart and not your own understanding. Well, gosh, how do we do that? Well, I guess it requires us to take an accounting of our lives. Are we trusting God in all ways? Is he number one? Or are we trusting in our jobs? Maybe we have an extreme faith in our pastor, our local church, our spouse. Now, my wife's got it all together. She's gonna figure it out. Or maybe I'm trusting in the all-American dollar and the strength that it'll always be there. If you do a quick history of currency, you know that's not going to be the case. So why does this matter? I mean, how do we take an accounting of our lives? Imagine a jar, and that's your life. We put different size objects inside that jar, and they take up space. The big rocks are the things that are the most important to us, and then the things that take up the most amount of our energy, time, and mental capacity. Then there's maybe another level out. There's small pebbles, things that maybe they're not super important, but they're important enough. Those fill in the spaces between the really large rocks. And then there's the fine sand. They're like the little simple pleasures of life. Maybe Netflix or just some mindless activity that takes up time when we just want to rest. Social media, things like that. The sand fills in the spaces between those little pebbles. Now what happens if we just fill up our jar with sand and we spend all of our time on those frivolous things that we enjoy but don't really add value to our lives. Well, there's no room for anything else, is there? There's no room for the pebbles, let alone the really big rocks. So we have to be very, very careful in how we fill our jar, how we fill our life. So what do we do? Well, like I said, we need to take an accounting of our lives. Maybe for you You've got your priorities straight and you're set and you know what you're doing. Okay, great. Good, good for you. I'm happy for you. But if you're like me, it's easy to forget. It's easy to lose track of what's most important. Take God, for instance. He's supposed to be number one in our lives. The first commandment in Deuteronomy 5 says that thou shalt have no gods before me. Now, in our modern society, I don't think many of us, especially Christians, have any issues worshiping other gods we know that's wrong. But can we make idols out of, say, our family, money, our job, even church work? It's very easy to take him off of that top spot, isn't it? If we're not intentional every single day about making him number one. So that first commandment, that makes us think that perhaps God's pretty jealous. Jealous for our time. But that's okay because in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's a God worth putting first. Man, so God's a jealous God, but he's also a generous God. Something to think about whenever we try to take him off of his top spot in our lives. I could talk for hours and hours and hours about how we could prioritize our lives the best, but I would ask you to read scripture and look into it because I think there's strong evidence all throughout scripture that our top five priorities should look something like this. God's number one. I think we covered that already. Next is your wife, not the kids, not work. Your wife is number two, second only to God. Then come the kids. The rest of the family would be next. Then your calling and vocation. If those five things are in order, if those rocks are in your jar, Always. I can promise you this. Life isn't always going to be good and easy, but it will be ordered. You will find that direction. God will bless you. I don't know how it works, but I know it does because I've experienced it. I fail all the time, but I can tell you this when I'm honestly putting God first and then the rest of these items in the right order, my life gets better and I have peace because I do believe. In the promise of Romans 8:28, "All things work for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose." That's an awesome promise and something that you need to just etch in the forefront of your brain as a Christian man. It doesn't mean everything's going to be good. It's not saying all good things work for the good of you. No, it's saying all things. So that also means all bad things, because we know that bad things are going to happen. So we're good things, but we know bad things are coming. They always do. But the promise God makes in Romans eight twenty eight is that all things good and bad work together for our good because we love God and we are called according to his purpose. So the first step to me is simple. If you want direction in your life, if you want an ordered life that is centered around God, then make your number one priority to know him. And the way to do that is to talk to him and to read his word. Spend time studying the word of God, and commune with him in prayer. Ask him to reveal himself to you. He will. God bless you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, would you help us out by spreading the word to other men in your life? Also, please like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more men with this content. God bless you.